0: Hello, I am Joe Rycroft.
1: And I'm Adam Hewitt. Welcome to the Exercise Right podcast. The show where we delve deep into the world of exercise, rehabilitation and wellness.
0: A fun, non-drab approach where Adam and I will be talking about all things exercise, physiology, health and rehabilitation, whilst debunking myths, making some complex science a lot more simple and giving you some tips and tricks to improve your health and well-being.
1: Each week we will host guest speakers who are experts in their field and hear from you, the listener, to answer any of your questions. Hi Joe. how's it going? Hello, hello. Regular Tuesday evening jaunt.
0: I know, it's like, you know, part of the fixture <laughs> in the calendar now. I was like, are you free I'm on Tuesday, No, nope, not free on Tuesdays.
1: I know, I was actually invited to dinner
0: and I was <laughs> like,
1: no, I can't. Podcasting, on.
0: On Tuesdays, we podcast. Yeah.
1: I'm professional these days. <laughs> I don't take any money for it, but I just uh, face it, just
0: you get a great darling chat. And have
1: a conversation with you.
0: I know. I mean, people would pay good money for that, let's be honest. <laughs> then it would People
1: do pay good money for
0: it. Well, that's <laughs> triche. <Touché. laughs> Hopefully, I've got a bit more than just chat, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: This chat ain't free.
0: <laughs> <This> chat ain't... <laughs> i
1: literally we do press record and within minutes we're just like ripping each other i don't know why people listen
0: minutes i don't think it even hits like 15 seconds (laughs)
1: anyway Um, anyway what where what the hell are we doing today where where are we
0: (laughs) today we are this is this could be parenting brain hitting right in already It's, uh, if well, for those of you wondering what we're going to be talking about today, um, we're going to be talking about parenting. Everybody's and
1: wondering <laughs> what we're talking about already.
0: <laughs> parenting and exercise, but I feel like there's a, there must be some way of uh, you know addressing sleep deprivation with Adam's slightly hysterical <laughs> introduction. There. No, we actually
1: we we had some. So we did recently do a podcast about prenatal uh, similar correspondence, and we've also um, did a podcast smaller you spoke all things women's health and prenatal as well and postnatal um and we had a couple of feedback which i think is valid actually and i don't really think about it saying brilliant that we get exposure and speak about it and how we can speak it spoke about speak about women's health but is there anything you could do from a male perspective and do you have any recommendations being of you know trying to reduce the dad bod as it is commonly titled as and I thought. Fair enough. It's actually yeah. a good point. Um, I've also struggled slightly for male guests. So uh, today, the special guest is who, Joe? It's you, Ad. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I mean, <laughs> it's Adam. Who better than and this uh, guy over here who's got a, got a kid?
0: Survived one year <laughs> of parenthood already, haven't you? Oh, i
1: love it i actually love it i, I should say
0: thrived rather than survived really
1: but you really... yeah no i do love it and uh, i would say however and sticking directly on topic if i didn't have my routine and my focus of doing exercise and and trying to keep my well-being as good it can be and my mental health as good as it can be i i definitely wouldn't enjoy it as much um, so yeah, but today, anyway, Joe, before I delve in, Joe is going to be the interviewer and I'm going to be the interviewee. You're in the hot seat. So, we'll see how it goes. Please listen. listen. <laughs> Everyone's dialing oh. off now, not for me, this, this episode's not for me.
0: Listen to the shit chat then, <laughs> boosh, off we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, here for the right. special
1: guests only, Adam and Joe, what are you doing
0: here? Well, I think we should, we could we should kind of kick right in. So I think that the big the big thing that everyone I think talks about and probably complains about is is time.
1: Mm. And
0: I don't have the time, you know, whether that be whether they're looking after the child, whether they're trying to catch up on sleep, having had disruptive sleep. So straight in there, how do you make the time?
1: Mm. No, I mean it's very early stages. So Emma had a C section and very early stage, it was just about surviving everyone talks about the tre- trenches and just getting through the first few weeks and it literally is that um recovering from a c-section which i don't think we've spoken about but is a pretty horrendous time and um the demands on the female body is huge but <clears throat> i'm i mean you know me well enough by now i like to have a bit of a purpose so mm-hmm. i'm not suggesting that emma should ever go through this ever again <laughs> however the two weeks of paternity leave I got, I I've never been more active in, and so tired at the same time. Mm. <laughs> um, but it was a case of giving my my thought process, and this is all everyone each to their own. But my thought process was: what can I do? So what can I do to help and help the situation? What purpose can I offer, and how can I do something that's going to be supportive? And it basically led to the fact of. I can put Max in my in a sling and I can effectively walk him. Um and had around about we worked out about an hour to 90 minutes of walking possible. Um before he then broke and needed feeding basically. Mm. So me and my dog and Margo, uh, me and my dog and Margo, me and my dog and Max, Margo being a dog, <laughs> uh, we just went out and it was very early morning you talk about sunrise and all this stuff it was that sort of start to the day and it set me up and but the best thing about it or I would recommend to parents you know doesn't matter male or female parent it if you're the person who isn't breastfeeding getting yourself started in the day was the best bit for me because it gave me energy to then do more um it also gave me this like mental willpower to be resilient, to be much more on hand all the time because mm. there is so much doing at that point and you're just doing for other people. Um, and if you're versus getting up, going, Oh my God, I'm so tired. Get me a coffee, slouching on the sofa. It, there was that. So how do you make the time? Going back to your original question is, I have to, you have to make it um when i went back to work i also made some really quite sharp and direct decisions with emma obviously we communicate really well and i said look i need my exercise for my mental health because that's what i do that's who yeah. i am that's my that's my setup um and she was like no shit
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was, i can literally you-
0: imagine i just being like Literally yeah.
1: no uh, yeah. I, this is not new news to me Adam I've been with you 10 years <laughs> <laughs> if you don't work out on Tuesday we know what's coming so but anyway um so yeah basically you know needless to say she was supportive of this idea but I yeah. said I'm not really going to be used to in the morning because I'm just going to get up I can go to work later potentially but I'm going to like what am I going to do like I'm yeah. just or can I go to the gym in the morning can I get in and do my thing, get back, and I'll be all yours in the evening. You know? So kind of breaking it down into that's that setup. And I ended up, I used to get the five, so the 625 train in the morning to London. Um, I ended up getting, it was then the 551. Um brutally. Mm. And the the buggers, I tell you what, they it's 10 minutes difference. It's 541 now.
0: Oh, it makes a big that's difference every every minute makes it counts at that time it's a, so makes a
1: big difference but how do I make the time I do I do I get the 541 train and I get into London and I do a workout two minutes away from work um and because it's my routine I don't think about it I'm already outside the gym doors by the time I thought do I want to do this or not um I'm very much a morning workout person like I get home I'm done there's no chance of me doing an 8pm I don't understand these people we had hats off to you but it's just not for me Mm. um I get home from work and I'm just the sofa is mine and I don't want to be disturbed well that was my life before parenthood um but doing the morning workout yeah you're initially tired yeah but because you've done it because your endorphins are running because you've got your exercise in your body's already set up your metabolic system's is running everything's go for me it made me so much more consistent um and it meant that i was way more resilient in the tiredness the sleep de- the sleep deprivation is definitely a thing mm.
0: um
1: but i think i was able to do more
0: what your i guess as a kind of summary there what you're saying is you essentially to some people might see it as you're essentially sacrificing let's say an hour or 90 minutes of sleep in the morning or sleep time or potentially help time but to actually make you function better through the day and come back to your wife or partner or mother or father of the baby with you know feeling better in yourself and ready to crack on with essentially like your second job of the day which is then you
1: know, parenting well, and jobs in the evening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but I can't remember who said it, but it was I think it was a celebrative sort. Um, but it re- it did actually really stick with me and I will say it now and I will coin it for my own. But we went basically, what do you do? What does one do past nine o'clock? Nine o'clock to most people go, oh, I'll go to bed half 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: What, what are you doing from nine to eleven? sitting, watching TV, scrolling for miles with your thumb on Instagram or wherever you're using these days, right? Mm. Probably listening to our podcast, basically. You're probably listening to our podcast, aren't you? But, um,
0: Keep doing that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Keep Don't stop doing that or just put it, put it for you. You can sleep to my toxic tones. But,
0: <laughs>
1: but actually, where you said you're sacrificing an hour and a half of sleep before, I'm not. I was just shifting my bedtime earlier.
0: Okay, so, so you, you actually made a conscious decision to go to bed earlier and start that it,
1: whole cycle. I made my, yeah, I made my here. time valuable. So I thought this is of no value to my mental health, to my physical health, to Emma's, you know, our relationship, whatever it is going to be. You know, for me being a father, for me being that energetic mm. person that I need to be, I'm sitting on a sofa doing nothing. That's not of, that's of little to no value. So I'm just going to go upstairs and go to bed. So, Max was going to bed seven thirty, eight o'clock. Bang, straight to bed, you know. And yeah. I might, go, I might go to sleep straight away, but I'm resting. And then by that point, I've still got my eight, seven, eight hours. Well, you know, as best you do with a dad, you yeah. know, and a mum, and you know, with a newborn. But you're still getting your rested horizontal time of rest and sleep. So,
0: I was going to jump in there. Did you and yeah. Emma agree? the you know did you have a bit of a rotor when it came to like getting up in the night or hmm. was it very much and how how did that work in terms of you know splitting it splitting between the two of you or, or did you not-
1: yeah oh I mean certainly in the early months um, actually a friend over in, in, in uh, Dublin told us this they said do your shifts uh, and it really worked and honestly guys if you if you are new to it and thinking, how do you, how do you work out? Or if you're a father, because this is what this correspondence one is about and you're going, how can I help out? We split it down. So this is in the earlier months before that gym routine was kicking in where I'd go, well, I'd sort of took the seven or six till half 11 midnight shift. Um, and I would be Max has had the bottle, we had a breast milk bottle, but, um, and I would effectively be with him until then, um, and I would rest with him, he'd sleep, and whatever it might be. And then at 12 o'clock, I would then bring him upstairs, put him in the next to me bed. So this is all before the six-month period. Um, And then Emma would then take over, Mm. six to 12 till six, sort of thing, you know? So that meant that Emma's rest period from seven, from seven, call it seven to 12, she could bang her earplugs in, and effectively get some sort of sleep cycle in or a few sleep cycles in which is really, really useful um it's a bit of advice given to us and i absolutely recommend it to anyone listening because again it gave me a purpose because emma was breastfeeding and it was a bit like you're sitting there sometimes as a dad and i'll be honest with you you're a bit of a passenger mm. you know like, what, what can i do sort of thing and there's so many dads i've spoken to were going well i didn't really have a connection with my child until it was 12 18 months and you like you can understand, it sounds terrible to say that, but you can understand why, yeah, yeah, but I would say that gave me that connection. Um, the bugger was that Max then rejected the bottle. So I then became the passenger again, because he was like, I don't want this. Um, and it meant that we had to then go in cycles a bit more. Um, being honest with you, there wasn't much I could do. So I was back to work at that point as well. So Emma was like, look, you're just going to, I'm happy to sacrifice the nights. You got work, you know, and it was almost that conversation of going, look, Mm. it's just, it's just how we're going to have to get through it. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how that's then that the routine of the gym sort of kicked in and that's where that 540 bit woke up. So it's all kind of fell into place that way. I think my biggest sort of advice would be make the time, um, as a parent, your time is hugely valuable. Um, the idea of sitting down and having, you know, doing nothing for three hours and chilling out, it just, it's instantly becomes not a thing. It doesn't mean it's any less rewarding and you are willing need to get tired and you resent it because you absolutely don't. But it is about hundred percent deciding what am I doing nine to 11? Could I be doing that slightly differently? Could I change my rhythms of waking up? Is it, is it ridiculous to do a workout? 5 30 in the morning or scroll on Instagram for you know, 9 to Yeah, it's, uh, it's a
0: uh, very interesting comparison. I think that that'll probably
1: hopefully resonate with yeah. them. Yeah, um, if you talk about mental health, you know, if your mental health is your focus point, I'd suggest not scrolling on Instagram at all. Um, yeah. And then, but then it was a case of going communication piece with my wife was really, really important. So, having a this is what you got to do, this is what we're going to decide, or we're going to trial this process out. That's kind of how it worked. Yeah. So does that, that answered
0: the question? As, I, I think that's answered the question very well. And um, I'm going to move straight into another question. Um, so I'm, I obviously know you very well, and I know that you're, I, you're quite driven with your training. And, you know, your training will perhaps in the past have been quite like performance or outcome driven. Did that change at all when you were, you know, inevitably getting less sleep, had probably less energy, getting up early? was that workout hour different in terms of what you did? And what was the kind of reasoning and thought process behind that?
1: 100%, yeah. I mean, I I was used to doing a program. As, I'd write my own program. I'd set it all up. I would have my progressive overloads. I'd have my idea of what I was going to work out body part that day, or I'd have a compound or whatever it might be. I had a plan, basically. Um, it changed completely and the, the dictating part was sleep. So if I had genuinely had four hours sleep, three hours sleep in the night, and I had to go to work for 10 hours and had to, you know, <clears throat> then come home and like you say, your shift doesn't stop when you get home, maybe then taking the pressure off, mum who's been at home on mat leave, taking care of the child, then it was much more about going, what does my body need? So, mm. The performance side went out the window completely for a good few months um and sometimes it's just standing on it standing standing on a treadmill would be quite pointless but um walking on a treadmill going for a light jog or doing some sort of low intensity stuff just to get me feeling a bit better um at that point the routine outweighed what I was doing and yeah. the moving part being active doing something also became much more important than going right i need to do some sort of program because it was simply a case of it sounds a bit morbid but surviving in that moment
0: you already kind, of, um, kind of you didn't put that pressure and set the same level of expectations of output but it was you know you, you kept yourself essentially like ticking on and perhaps in more of like a maintenance phase
1: yeah it's, it's really tough because i i i'm really tough on, i mean everyone is aren't they but I was really tough. On my, I'm really tough anyway, on my body and my parents. Um, and I, you do, I mean, I lost muscle. I did put on weight, you know, you're eating at weird times in the day. You're kind of like the food of organizing and prepping food is just not important that moment you're eating stuff. That's probably just there. And, I definitely put on weight definitely lost fitness and definitely was wasn't as healthy as i would usually be so there's a lot of mental stuff with that and going yeah. like i've just kind of got to accept it and know that there's a know this is a phase and accept that that pressure is completely like from myself it's not from anyone else yeah um yeah. and if i alleviate that pressure from myself and just go look i'm gonna keep acting i'm gonna keep a routine But I'm not going to beat myself up for not hitting my squat number today. I'm not going to beat myself up for going in, walking into the gym. And I did this many times, by the way, and going, right, I've got a plan in my head of what I'm going to do. And you just walk in, open the door, and you open the gym door and you're like, I can't can't do it. And you just end up doing a, you know, a a cycle or something very low maintenance and just keeping yourself moving. That was that was kind of the biggest thing. I had to accept that.
0: But I and again, if we kind of bring it back physiologically though, you're still like I think, like you mentioned before there's still a lot of positive outcomes from that compared to essentially doing nothing um, yeah
1: yeah so. and it was it was just a case of going this is the best i can do right now um i did i did set myself a goal of being like so i i was caught up in the the, the sort of the little bit of feeling probably a bit low about my body and a bit crap about things and us and i did need a goal um, to refocus myself so it's a little bit of accepting that moment of going I'm not going to put pressure on myself but then also being self-disciplined enough to go now's the time to set a goal yeah and I I thought of I, I booked in to do a half marathon um, and it was over <laughs> winter as well and that was genuinely the only reason because I thought I can't just sit here going, oh, look at me, I'm going to get fat and winter's coming, Christmas is coming. And I thought, half marathon, end of February, bosh, that's going to be great. I've got four months. I'm not going to, know I definitely can't train in the next two months because I'm just surviving at the moment. (laughs) Um, January, December, January, hoping he'd probably be beginning to wean. Hopefully yeah. sleep will sleep will be a bit better. And this is this is all my thought process of going right six, twelve, eight, you know, six, twelve weeks ahead. What was it going to look like? Yeah. And I set myself a goal of doing right, I'm going to do half and didn't set myself a target. Really only did about six weeks of actual training for it. Um, yeah. come turn in the year. But genuinely, probably the best thing I did because it gave me a goal. And that really kick-started then the routine of doing exercise again. Um, so I would recommend yourself, just booking yourself to do something. partly some money because it's the most annoying thing when you can't get some money and you're like, ugh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. It's a slight, slight, um, slight side, uh, sideways step, but it's, it's it's kind of related. One of my best friends has recently, um, she's got a a four month year old. Hmm. And then I went to see her a couple of weeks ago and she was like, I really need something to work towards because she's been again, like very high performing athlete through her life. And, um, you know pregnancy and giving birth is safe to say it's been probably like without a doubt the biggest physical challenge of her life and then um, to cut 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 things short i ever signed up to a 10k swim next summer with sarah
1: <laughs> but it's it, honestly that's it you know that's then,
0: it you know, i mean <laughs> it is hilarious because sarah who you know is recovering from giving birth to the wonderful henry will still be I mean, she's an amazing swimmer, absolute fish, competed at like national level standards. So, oh, wow. you know, if we're not you... sure. But there's me like <laughs> trying to stay Put your apart. Bands on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, you know, we, we had a very similar conversation around, you know, the importance. And I think, especially when you've come from, you know, that like performance, like where sport or like, you know, exercise has been such a big factor in your life, it suddenly, you know, flipped around. And, you know, her part, you know, husband Scott, he's, that similar um I think sort of, yeah,
1: yeah I, I think I think you need I needed to I needed to go I'm going to book into something I going to hold myself accountable mm. I I mean I did the London Marathon was it the year before I can't remember I don't know when it was the virtual one just after COVID and I swore to myself that is it <laughs> never I'm forget. never ever ever running again And I was like, you know, and obviously I quite comfortably didn't run again for about a year after that London marathon and I'm okay with that, but I just, I just had to do something and the half seemed much more achievable. It wasn't about going out for three hours at a time to do some training. Um, Emma and I actually during lockdown period, we used to do, which sounds bizarre at the time. I don't know how we did it. I mean, I didn't do it timed, but we used to go for a casual half marathon every weekend just to get out. I don't I honestly don't know how that happened. Wow. But the... It felt achievable basically. And yeah. what the long short long and short of it was it accelerated my routine again. It accelerated the need to have a program again yeah. rather than just doing that surviving and just kind of turning up and being there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it took me to that right you got something you you know you, you, you know I'm not so, someone who does things by halves. So I want to do something all right. I want to kind of get no. rough time or where if I be <laughs> yeah. really all right well, I'm a committed guy Which I'm saying,
0: that I'm just disagreeing with you you're incredibly committed yeah it's was, a good good quality there I was mean,
1: an element of spite there
0: <laughs> <not> <laughs> but
1: um but it did help and it made me go right I need to do something you know and certainly after that I've been able to consistently do the exercise and also actually which is probably worth noting it gives me more i, I don't do anything on the weekends exercise wise i mean, would go for walks and you yeah, know we do but oh, it also yeah it, it may i love being a dad like there is nothing for me to go i'm going to go to the gym for an hour and a half on a saturday morning that would be much more painful for me because that there is my valuable time with my family oh. so I don't, I do nothing Saturday, Sunday. i have just, I'm a dad, I'm there, I'm I'm in and I'm, a, I'm doing that. And that's when, you know, Max will wake up in the morning and Emma's like, you have it for a bit. And I'll take him and play with him because Emma doesn't have to go to work. He doesn't have to drop the nursery off and all this stuff. And it's much more about, that's my shift as it were. That's my now new six till 12 o'clock yeah. um, time. And that's my, yeah. And that, that for me is, I do maybe, monday through friday and then i stop and i'm very much comfortable with that and that helps me again put my valuable value on the time we got yeah
0: yeah that's good uh yeah good insight there so we've talked yeah. a little bit about exercise, routine <laughs> training not at, all, not at all um food i know obviously we don't we don't we touch on diet and food and you know i think joe wicks has been was as love him or hate him he fe- he's kind of renowned for saying you can't out train a bad diet um yeah. so you said there that obviously food became more difficult to um you know keep let's say you know optimum or in balance initially um are there, is there anything that you changed or an, any kind of other kind of structure you put in place in your week to try and address that um when time yeah. allowed uh, yeah, I
1: mean, pre pre-baby and pre-pregnancy, to be fair as well, we loved off we, you know the first we were i'm I'm that person, by the way, and you probably again, Joe will be like chocker but I wake up in the morning and i'll, I'll text him out you, how did you sleep? But within a minute, I'll be like, what's for dinner? Uh, what what <laughs> we think what, up, what are we thinking for dinner and I'll be talking about dinner in advance of you know do you want me to cook what are we do and we yeah. see and I just need to know what we're going to eat sort of thing because I like that I don't know if it's a security <laughs> thing or it's just because I always think about food probably the, the latter but um that went out the window completely it was just a case of going right we're going to cook slow cook everything we're going to cook in bulk going to freeze it we're going to have a like almost bunker down so we got stuff in the the, the fresh yeah. type of food would make just it just wasn't possible in that first six months um we didn't eat terribly i mean jesus i I don't think i'd ever be i just couldn't again be no i
0: think your version of a burger king
1: and a type you know yeah or takeaway every night and stuff like that that's just not me but we it was very much about what rather than variety it was much more this is what we're going to just have and it's going to be convenient um honestly that's probably carried on in that i'm and everyone else if if my colleagues are listening they'll smile so i've got my little my breakfast pot and my lunch box and um it's just what works and i'll do like overnight oats for the morning and a little nut pot for the midday snack and stuff like that and it's 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 really what is the most it's boring stuff sometimes but it's it's gonna be stuff that's gonna stop me from being tired, needing that sugar rush, needing that pickup and going, oh my God, I just need, you know, I'm gonna walk past, yeah, I'm gonna gonna walk past the coffee shop and just gonna have a croissant or something just because I need it and I feel like I deserve it. That's, for me, that's such a cycle you can get into. Mm. If I've already got the food in my bag, I'm not gonna do it. I'm a tight bugger anyway, so. I'm not going to spend what is now probably three pounds on a croissant. Let's put it that way. It's so crazy. I'm just, and but that's a good enough deterrent for me to go. This is what I'm going to do. It's a bit boring, but there you go. But agreeing with Joe Wicks, it did mean that I didn't balloon in weight. It did mean that I could maintain a diet as such. Um And, but it definitely in the early stage, it wasn't, I just didn't think about that at all. Um, okay it's evolved now where we're like enjoying our food again and we're having time to cook and there's the weekends like i said it's is, we've the got a kind of a routine now where one person will take max off we'll go and play and he'll you know the other person will be in the kitchen and completely uninterrupted but that will also be the time um mm. interestingly cooking takes longer now because it gives you a bit of your own time <laughs>
0: Yeah, like how
1: <laughs> did like you, you start cooking dinner at one o'clock in the afternoon
0: yeah, still, yeah yeah you know, yeah i've got stuff
1: to do yeah adam's christmas like, yeah no uh, no no got to, got to do special sort of, special suddenly, christmas this one.
0: suddenly like the otolenghi recipes that have like 363 <laughs> ingredients become appealing
1: very appealing, very <laughs> appealing. <laughs> no not at all but it's yeah if we do it is one of those things certainly stuff that's gone out the window is you more like homemade stuff like yeah. pastas and stuff like that, the, the, the treats you do, but no, that's. I don't know if that really answers your question about diet. I, I no, yeah, I think, mentally I gave myself a chance, um, but I do love my food. I do love cooking, so we kind of brought it and, back into life quite quickly.
0: And uh, yeah, I think it comes back to again just preparation, planning, and yeah. you know, um, making sure that you yes, giving your your body the fuel it needs the it's... biggest thing for me
1: was having was having the food on me because I know what I'm like when I'm hungry. I am like I'm just not I'm just not a nice person <laughs> um and like. but if I've got the food there then it I, I'm not going to go into Tesco's or Sainsbury's and go and buy a meal deal yeah you know, I'm not going to pass a fast food place and go oh go go on I'll just do it because I feel that like I say that's sort of like a bit of a downward spiral.
0: Mm. Um
1: and then you go into the point of putting on weight and blah 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 and it all becomes a bit so I did try and be as disciplined as I could. Um I definitely ate way more crisps though, but that's my Achilles heel.
0: That's yours. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's good it's good for people to see that, you know, it's um you know everyone's human at the end of the day, isn't it? And it's um you know we all we all have Achilles heels, but also um, I guess it's recognising what they are and giving yourself a chance when you need a chance. And
1: Yeah, you have to be quite kind to yourself. Being a father, you have to be, well, being a parent, Jesus, but it's directly talking about father, don't we? Um, you do have to g- genuinely be really kind to yourself and just be like, look, you know, in the nicest possible way, Adds, you're not the most important person in the world anymore. Um, you've know, <laughs> you got responsibilities. You've got to take care of someone. And within that, you've got to go, yes you can sacrifice some things but you've also got to make sure you sort of ring fence other areas Mm. to make sure you're still the best possible person you can be um and a lot of that comes down to food and exercise in me very simple being if you if you feed and walk me I'm good
0: you're basically a dog (laughs) I'm a dog (laughs) (laughs) okay so I think that that's all my questions I think It'd be great to hear from listeners if you've got any other questions either around this topic or any other topic, um, even if we've not touched on it in other episodes yet because we're always looking for inspiration but also wanting to keep our content specific to what you guys want to listen to and what you want to know. So keep the questions coming in. And thanks mm. Ads, for giving us an insight into your experience with parenthood because I think it's it's always better to hear from people that have been through it, isn't it?
1: I hope so. Hopefully it was a bit of interest and I'll, uh, I'll send my invoice over to you later.
0: Absolutely. I'll look forward to it.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for listening guys.
0: Thank you. See you on the other side. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.